0: So today's daf is daf Mem Dalid forty four in Meseches Yevamis. We got up to the Gemara three lines from the top of the Amud, but let us go back to the Mishnah on the bottom of Mem Gimel Amadez to remind ourselves of what today's um, today's topic is going to be at least until the next Mishnah. It's a faci- some fascinating, fascinating Gemaras today. Get ready for a fun journey. So we're going to go back to the Mishnah, four lines from the bottom of Mem Gimel Beis. Here we go. Arba Achen. There are four brothers. All right. Are these four brothers related? Better believe it, because they're brothers. All right. Now their wives, however, are not related. So you have four brothers. What happens? Nisu and Arba Each brother is married. Gavaldek, but none of them have children. Vameisu, and these four brothers die. Now apparently. The Gemara is going to clarify this for us. It doesn't say there's more brothers, but there's obviously more brothers. Otherwise, there ain't nobody to do Yibam. Okay? So, Im HaGodoshe Yabmi Meskulam. If the oldest remaining brother wants to do Yibam on all four of these women, Gezente height Or other, he's entitled. Right? Each woman's falling to him separately. He must be a Gvir. Oh, the Gemara is going to talk about that. He must be a Gvir. Yeah, that's we're going Yeah, yeah. The Gemara is <laughs> gonna. <it's>, uh, today's laugh. Yeah, Rabbi Yehudah says you must be rich. All right, very good. We'll get into that. All right, that's halacha number one. Here we go. Misha mes. If one of the brothers had two wives, this is straight up halacha. We know this already. So biyoshechalitzu shalachas on one of the wives. The co-wife goes scot free. Right, ranch doesn't need Yibam or Chalitza. So again, you have four brothers, each one got their You can do Yibam on all of them. However, if one brother has two wives, it's standard halachi. You can't do Yibam on two wives. You do Yibam or Chalitza, and another one goes free. Okay. Now, today's if one wife already had the status of being a divorcee, another one didn't, and you're going to be doing Chalitza anyway, so Im Haya Chalitza, Chalitza all right, you do chalitz on the psula. We're going to get into today's daf. The Gemara is going to teach us. It's such a beautiful and important yisaid in Yiddishkeit. You know what it is? It's baltashkes. Don't make things more wasteful than they need to be. So if you have a woman, she only has a status of a widow. Why turn her into into a chalutza, divorcee status if you don't have to? Don't don't make things worse just because for you it doesn't matter. It's a big yisaid in life and stamazai, right? Sometimes for me, you know, something's not important. Does that mean, eh, forget about it, it's garbage. Is that? Well, maybe somebody else can make, m- make use of it. Right? Somebody else, uh, you know, th- th- their life could be made better because of this. So if, you have a, if you're doing chalits anyway, do it on the one that's not really going to impact. But if you're doing yibam, you, you do yibam on the kosher one. Yesterday we ended off with this and we pointed out that obviously it doesn't mean you have to do it on the kosher one. But it means that uh, either way, uh, either way it's okay. We don't say, oh, maybe you should Dafke, do the one of the divorcee because this way the kosher one, you're leaving a woman who could still marry a guy and that far you don't need to go. All right. Says the Gemara like this. saw salgadaydech. It can't be there's only four brothers, even though that's all the Mishnah said because obviously there are, uh, there's of them here. Arba arba me'achin. Four of the brothers in the family were married, fine. Next part of the Mishnah said, Harashus piyadeh. If the oldest one wants to marry all four widows, he's allowed to. Says the Gemara, ready for this? Do we really leave him alone? We allow such a thing to happen. The elders of the city call to the Abam, and they themselves call, and not the Shliach, and they talk to him. Why? Sometimes you got to do things alone. There's, another, there's so many important messages in this Gemara. Yeah? Let somebody else do it. No, the Gemara lets you know certain things you need to do yourself. Certain things the Chachamim themselves need to be the ones to interact with. Okay? They themselves need to create this. Why do they need to interact with the Yavim? Because they give him advice for what is the most sugapast, for what is the most appropriate. Marriage set up for him. Let's say the Yavam is 15 years old and his brother's widow is Canaan 89. Alright? Or he's 89 and the widow's 15. I remember We say to him, We say to him, you know, granted in the Torah, we know you're very idealistic. You want to perform a mitzvah, but listen here, Yishalambayim ain't going to be that great. You're in different stages of life. It's a whole different ballgame. You don't understand each other. It's worthwhile to go to somebody who's more connected to you, more, more bashert. You shouldn't have any sort of lack of shalom bias in your home. Yeah? So the Gemara says like this, the Gemara says, why are we saying in our Mishnah, if you want to marry all four wives, we'll, we'll say, yeah, it's not the hate. Is that a smart deal? <laughs> yeah? Really? You're going to walk over to somebody and he's mamish, all excited about doing his mitzvahs. And what are you going to say to him? Yeah, it's smart. Yeah, you have a mitzvah. You have a mitzvah. No, you're not going to tell him that. It's not smart. He says You know what it's talking about? This guy, Ketaka, handled the four wives. Emotionally, physically, financially. He said he must be rich. He, he, could, he could handle four families. Says the Gemara, so one second. Oh, you're talking about a rich dude? This guy's a multi shmigillionaire Yeah, so why did the mission say four brothers married to four women? Why don't you tell me 200 brothers married to 200 women and one brother is a gazillionaire? He should marry. Where do you get the number four from? Why'd you pick four? It says the Gemara, it's eight. You know what, Taka? we're never going to tell somebody once you have more than four, to, to even consider such a thing. In other words, if up to four, we'll, we'll discuss it with him. More than four, it's not even a conversation. It's fascinating. Every husband has an obligation of aina to his wife. You got to at least involve yourself in a f- in physical intimacy with one's wife, minimum of once a month, according to this Gemara. So if you have up to four wives, so you can give uh, them an aina each once a week. And, uh, and you can fulfill your mitzvah but more than four we're never going to recommend okay period end of that gemara next part of the mishnah said mishah if some if one of the brothers was married to two wives a a um a woman and a tzara, so then we said you do Khalitsa on one the other one goes free this gemara now we know that halacha. This gemara is now going to get into the kishkas of it, into the intestines of this halacha, and say what's the source. Okay, let's get into. it. How do you know that a Torah is going to go free? It says the gemara. Why not tell the guy do yibam on both wives for Vasanish? Okay, you're taking your brother's place. He was married to both. You should be married to both. Says name of Rabbi Says the On cross, in as base Right? That when you do Khalitsa, you do Khalitsa for somebody who's not willing to build the house of his brother. You know what that means? The house of your brother? We know that a wife is called a bias, so only let to build one bias. So the the Pasuk in the Tire is letting me know you can't try to build two bottom, hence, only one. You do Yibam Rechalitza too, only one wife, and the co-wife is going to have nothing. I says, fine. tarbayu." Maybe whenever there's two wives, we're going to say, do Chalitza. Because all we learned out from that Pesach is, you can't marry both. But maybe okay? I should do Chalitza. No, you know what we already learned? Amar Kro, Beis Chalot Sanal, Baisechadu Chalitza, Vein Chalitza, The house that you remove the shoe, which means... Only one house, only one wife, who's called the house, removes the shoe, and not two. Maybe if there's co-wives, do Yibam on one, to fulfill that part of the pasuk, and do Chalitza on the other, to fulfill the other part of the pasuk. This way, each one, you only did one for Yibam, and one for Chalitza. pasuk we had earlier, which means... The only time you do Chalitza is if you had an option of yibum and you chose not to. If you wanted, you could have done Yibam. Anybody, who came, any woman who you're capable of doing yibum with, that's what we're going to say. You do Chalitza. In any situation with any woman where there's no capabilities of performing Yibam, you do not need Chalitza either. Clear? Yeah? So there's Gishmak. So you have the co-wives. All right? You do Yibam Chalitza on one, the other one garnished. Why? Three prongs, three psukim to this answer. Va'id says the Gemara. And furthermore, We don't want people to say like this. Your brother, you didn't really build his house by doing Yibam. You know why? Because you did Chalitza on another part of his house. And the Torah says, you have a mitzvah to build your brother's house. We don't want it to look like you built half your brother's house and not your whole brother's house. Says the Gemara, why not? Let people talk. Yeah, people talk whatever they want. Yeah, Why does it bother us? Says the Gemara, I'll tell you why. Because if he would do Yibim first and then do Chalitza, you would be right. Let people talk. Big deal. However, listen to this. What if he does Chalitza first? And then he does Yibam on the other woman. So he already did Chalitza and now he has the, the, uh, the Iser of L'Yivna, of not building his brother's home. Says Gemara, okay, maybe why don't we give as an option and say, maybe we say like this, listen, if your brother left behind one wife, there's a Mitzvah Yibam. But whenever there are co wives, light like the sky emits a yibum. Okay? There's no yibum at all. It, maybe that's what it means. Because it's only, since we're learning out that the yibum can only be done singular, and chalitza can only be done singular, and the reason why we're not saying to do both is because of what people are going to talk about, and he might do chalitza first before the yibum. So why don't we just say, maybe, hey, Let's let's take a step back, and maybe our whole premise is incorrect. Maybe we should say, Taka, there's no Yibum Bachlaw when there's two wives. Answer the Gemara, no, that's not possible. You know why? Im Kain, if that would be true, Tzara Serva, Tzara Achman, Alam, the wife the Torah, ever after, Aserap, a co wife of an Erva, Achta Tarti you Your co wives, anyway. There's no Yibra, a Khalidza. Tzara Serva, my boy, you got to talk about Tzara Serva. So the the way we know that when you have two wives, there's no Batara Yibum, as we there's a specific. Exclusion of a tzara Zerba. But if every time there was a tzara anyway, there was nothing, you wouldn't need this possible. Says the Gemara, Alomalai, who says that posse is not necessary? Ishrik, I'll tell you it is necessary anyway. Because that I would have thought to say, you know, even if I would say that there's no yibum on co wives, I would still need to exclude the co of an erva. Why? Because I would have thought to say it like this Erva avroi kaima. You hear this? The Arias herself, let's say, ready for this? My, my daughter, out of wedlock, and her co wife fall to me in Yivam. The co wife we said goes off without like Yivra Khalitsa, right? You know what I would say? Maybe the co wife has Yivra Chalitza, because my daughter is not a Yivam in the first place. So my co not called the co wife of. My daughter's co wife is not called the co wife of a Yivam because my daughter's not a Yivam. Understand, I need a bigger Kiddush to remove the co wife. It's a bigger, more novel idea to remove the co wife of an Arabah because I would think it's not even the status of a co wife. Michael, you got this. That's right. But what happens? What happens if you talk about how can it be anyway with Hebrew? I'm not married to her mother. Uh, Somebody had relations with a woman at a wedlock. Okay? At yeah. a wedlock. They had a daughter. Yeah. His brother marries his daughter. And another woman. This guy's brother marries his niece. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Another woman. The brother dies childless. So now, this guy's daughter at a wedlock, and her co-wife is falling to him in Yibam. So the halacha is, there's no Yibam or on either one. Says the Gemara, I would think maybe there is Yibam or on the co-wife. Your daughter, we understand. You're not marrying her. You're not doing Yibam on her. But maybe, she's not even better as Yivama, for her co-wife to even be called a co-wife. Maybe she's called the only wife. Comash said, let us know that even the co-wife is going to be Usir. Says Gemara, you're right. Okay, if that's the case, we talk I have a question. The answer is, oh, Since it says his Yubama, and then it says his Yubama. So we know that even when there's co-wives, there's Allah of there's Allah That's the bottom line. Okay, so you want the bottom line. When you have co-wives, how do we know there's still yibra Despite the fact that Torah told me you can only do Yibam on one or Chalitza on one, how do I know the Taka to, Yibam to. Period. Last piece of Gemara before the next Mishnah, if one of the women was only a widow, another one was a divorcee. Okay. So what do we say? If you're going to do Chalitza, do it on the divorcee. Amar Yosef, Kanchan, Rebbe. Rebbe learned from here something that we mentioned in the Mishnah, very important, a person who has the water from his well is extra. He doesn't need all his water. Don't ruin the water just because you don't need it. Somebody else can make use of it. Okay? You know what? Don't put things to waste. If, you have, if there's something that exists in the world that somebody else can make use of, the tire way, the truthful way, when when you're when you're things that are exist in the world, like Hashem Baruch Hu put into the world, right? Like the mission of us tells us, don't be scornful of anything that Hashem Baruch Hu puts into the world, because the the or Shein right? There's nothing that doesn't have its time and and its uh, and its place. Okay. next Mishnah. There's a halacha that if a couple gets divorced. He's not a Cohen, okay. A couple gets divorced. Are so they allowed to remarry? Yeah. Yes, unless she married somebody else in the interim, okay. So if a couple gets divorced, the woman marries somebody else. She wants to try, uh, you know, new relationships. Doesn't work out. She's like, you know what, my first husband, I shouldn't have got divorced. She comes back to him. She says, "I want to remarry you." Right? The answer is less letter of the olive paste. Okay, tough. You are not going back. Here we go says the Mishnah, what happens if somebody does it anyway? A person takes back the woman who he divorced when he wasn't allowed because she remarried somebody else. Or somebody who married the woman who he did Khalitsa to. I'm sorry, thank you. But I say So thank you. And a person who marries the krayv, a relative of his halutsa, sister, mother, whatever it is, so Yaitse vavlad mamzer. Divrei Rabbi Akiva is very very strict opinion. Rabbi Akiva's of the approach: any person who has a, a relation with a of lav, any transgression any biblical transgression, that child will have the status of a mamzer. That's the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. Right, so Rabbi Akiva would hold that uh, if a coin marries a karusha, the kid would be if a, it's, a mamzer, if it's not a, just, a, not a, just a chol, If the kid is a, if if any time there's a of lav, kid's a mamzer. The chal the chal say nishtazay. This is how we Paskin ain't havlad mamzer. If it's just a lav, very good. A little more machmer, okay. If it's just a lav, However, the Chum agree that if somebody marries the kareiv, a relative of a woman who we divorced, Shahavlad mamzer, the kid is going to be a mamzer. Okay, fine. Because Rashi explains it be, it, it's, it's included in the category of karis, meaning the Chachamim say we don't agree with Rabbi Akiva whenever there's a negative. Whenever there's a love being transgressed as a, as a mamzer. But whenever there's a chief karis, then their taka will be a taka will be a mamzer. So now, if let's say I divorce a woman, so as far as divorcing a woman, as far as Arias is concerned, she's still my wife. So if I divorce a woman, can I then marry her mother? No. Because it's still like I'm married to the woman as far as the arias is is concerned. Okay? So if you if you have relations with your ex's daughter, your ex's mother, your ex's sister, that child, Lacham agree, will be a mamzer. Okay. But doesn't a get end it? Uh-huh. Did very good. A get ends the marriage, but we'll see. It doesn't end the Arias. As far as, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll see why. But that's, a, that's something very important to keep in mind. Here we go. Says the Gemara. The Savar Abakiva HaNeisha Krevish Chalutza, I have a lot of Mamzahs. Kiva really hold? You know, if somebody marries the Karayf, the relative of his chalutzah, the kid is a Mamzah of Amrish Lakish, Barish Lakish says, Kanshan Rebbe, Rebbe taught us, Achay's Gurusha, the sister of your divorcee, to have relations with her is a biblical transgression. However, Achay's Chalutza, however, the sister of a woman he did Chalutza to, Chalutza is only a rabbinic, It's it's rabbinically similar to a divorce. But it's not really a divorce. So ask the Gemara. Nobody is going to... We don't. We haven't found an opinion that a rabbinically prohibited relationship is going to create a mom's. And according to what you're saying, it is. Vos epis. And the Gemara, tray vas grushas. You're right. I'm sorry. Tani, tre. Not tre. Tani, we should change it to learn kre vas grushas. doesn't mean the karev of your halutza. It says... It really means the Karev of somebody who you were divorced from. And that everybody will agree with, that it's a iser Deir Aisa. Hachanam and it has <laughs> to be like that. The Ktani Sefa, as we learned in the end of the Mishnah, I agree that if somebody marries the Karev of Garusha, the kid's a Mamser. If, if the beginning of the Mishnah was talking about a, a karav of a divorcee, which is what we want it to be for it to make sense, so <laughs> we get it. Uh, That's what it means that they agree because that was the original case. Yeah. If if they're not dealing with that case, what do you mean umaidim? And they agree. That's never the case in the first place. By starts, it must be we talk a meant the kariv of your garusha as opposed to the kariv of your chalutzah. Says Gemara, and who says the doma hakamashmula? Maybe the chiddush is the Yesh or mechavi krisis. Maybe. The Mish is letting us know that even though the Chachamim are more lenient than, than Rabbi Akiva, maybe they're just coming to teach us that Mamzerus comes from a of Kares, and not just a, you know, some sort of Misa Bide Odom, or something like that, okay? Says the Gemara, no. Hakatoni Lola Kamon, because that already is learned later on, Clearly Azahu Mamzer, who is considered a Mamzer, and this is coming up as um in a few daf, we're when we get to it beginning of next week. What's considered a Mamzer, Kol She'er Basar, Any Sheer Basar, any close relative which is in which is included in the biblical transgression of La that you're forbidden to have a um you know a, a physical relationship with them, that's Divri Rabbi Akiva, right? Which Rebbe Kiva says if it's a love if it's a negative command kids are a mamzer shimnatimoni i'm says he says no you're only going to be high of, you're only going to be a mamzer if it's going to lead to if the relationship itself is a chi of karis but a, a stam love a plain um, negative transgression is not going to lead to a mamzer be it as it may, what the Gemara just proved is we have a clear-cut halacha stated later on in the Mishnah that we know the opinion that in order to be a mamzer there has to be a chiyav So our Mishnah obviously is not teaching me that chiddush. Says the Gemara, no. Maybe Taka the Mishnah is teaching me this chiddush, and later on, uh, and and later on we're just quoting the author. Of the tradition over here we're we're saying it's la That can't be either. Imkain, listening, sharcha ibikrisas krayvas grusha lomeli. Why doesn't the you know? Why is the mission talking about Krivas grusha? we could have listed any other chi of karis. Ela shma Seems from over here we talk avaraya that the whole discussion over here is de- dealing with the karayv of your Gerusha as opposed to the karayv of your Chalutzah. Because again, this is what we're trying to accomplish, is is explain why it's sensible that this is the case. Says the Gemara, maybe not. Maybe we're not dealing with such a case. Maybe since we're dealing with these cases of Makhshah Gerushasai, Neisei Chalutzasai, Person who marries Khalutso or Tanami Grushas. maybe that's why we're saying this incident. Meaning, what's our whole challenge? Oh, why do you gotta bring down this case of Kraibash Gushas? You could have listened to other you're right. However, once we're on this path of listing these transgressions, this is a similar case. Fine. Now, if that's true, let's keep in mind the big picture. Does it necessarily make sense to say the Mishnah has to be talking about a Karev of your garusha as opposed to the karav of your Chalutza? Not necessarily. Okay? Ela, rather, kravas the Rebbe Kiva mamzer. A Taka going to come out that a Karev of your Chalutza, according to Rabbi Akiva, is Taka a mamzer. Now, pause for a moment. What was the challenge on this? How did we say... Uh, the you know, relative of your chalutzah is a mamzer? I thought it's derabona. But Rabbi Akiva is saying it's takalav in the Torah. It's a, a Lav in the Torah that means it's going to be a mamzer. So now we're going to have to find the source. Rabbi Akiva obviously holds that, if for him to say it's a mamzer, he obviously holds that the karev of a is biblical. It's not rabbinical. And if so, where? Where is he sourcing it from? See, here we go. Omar, Rabbi Chia Bar Rabban, Rabbi Eichonon, Rabbi Bar Rabban says name Rabbi Eichonon. I'll tell you the reason for Rabbi Akiva that a karoiv of your chalutzah, the relative of your chalutzah, the child would be a mamzer. The Yomar says in the pasuk base chalutzanal, the house where the shoe was taken off. Hakosov karoiv besa, the Torah is already calling it besa. You hit us. The Torah calls him his house it's his wife I don't understand why was she his wife no you know who she was she was his Yavama that he's doing Halitza to where do they do this don't they do this at the Shah of the gate of the city it doesn't matter matter. but the house is referring to the Yavama yeah him, him and this woman why are we calling her a wife so says, Rabbi Kiv, I'll tell you why we're calling her a wife. Please. To tell her that she's mamish. Now that you're doing chalutza, she's mamish taking on like your divorcee. Like she was your wife and now she's not. Hence, it's a biblical transgression. Okay, the Period. Period. That, that's how we have to explain the Mishnah, Lafi, Rabbi Akiva. Beautiful. Bottom line, Memdalid Amad Aleph. We're now going to shift, not start a whole new sugya, but we're going to shift from this conversation and get back to the case of the first couple words of our Mishnah, which was a guy transgressed and took back his divorcee when he wasn't allowed to. Let's get into the story. Omar Rabbi Yosef, of Shimon by Rabbi. Rabbi quotes Rabbi Shimon, the son of Rabbi. Hako Maidin, everybody admits, everybody agrees when somebody takes, down, takes back a person, a woman who he divorced, top of Lakahuna. Okay, even if you're going to say the child's not a mamzer, but everybody's going to agree there's an issue as far as the, the kahuna is concerned. Okay? You hear this? It so was, so, huh? was a kohen that did this. Either it was a kohen or Rashi says, look at the very top Rashi, yeah, let's say it's a Yisrael couple and they give birth to a girl, this girl cannot marry a Kayin. Yeah? She can't she can't marry into the family of Kahana. So he, somebody takes back his, his divorcee that he wasn't well, allowed, he wasn't allowed to, to, and they have a daughter, this daughter should not marry a Kayin. Okay. That was said before though. That's not what we said. What? Well before we had one opinion that the kids are moms are and one opinion that they're not. And now comes along Rabbi Yosef quoting of Shimon ben Rabbi teaching us that even though you're not a mamzer you shouldn't marry into Kahuna and if it was a Kohen, the kid's a Chol. Okay. Man hakom maidim. Who is the hakom maidim? Shimon money? It's Shimon money, The Afa gav Shimon hatimani in mamzer Kha laven. Even though Shimon hatimani argued in Rabbi Akiva. And he says that if you just have a lav it does not lead to a mamzer. Nihid he the mamzer Yave. Granted, the kid's not a mamzer. But there's something wrong with the yichus. There's a pagam. There's something lacking in the yichus of this child. Why? To a widow who marries a kohen gadol. Listen to this. Just like when a widow marries a kohen gadol, which is forbidden. It's a unique transgression. Everybody else is allowed to marry a widow. Any kohen is allowed to marry a widow. Only a kohen gadol can't marry a widow. A Kohen, a regular Kohen, absolutely can marry a widow. If she marries a Kohen, there's a problem with the, ichis, the child. Zu, by a she Grushazei, Shavabakol, every Jew who divorces his wife and she goes on to marry somebody else and then takes her back. It's forbidden to remarry a woman in this situation. How much more so are we going to say there's a problem with the ichas of this child? Okay? So what we're saying here is everybody agrees this child cannot marry a kain. Uh? Why? From a Says Gemara. One second. Let me bust up your kabah chayim. I'll knock your kabah off easily. You know what happens by a, by a widow who marries a kain gadol? You know what happens? She herself can never marry a kain she herself becomes a halal. Let me ask you a question. Yes. When it comes to a divorcee, that's usually, except for over here. Okay. Except for over here. The, the, the Kayan himself creates a Chalol. Oh, he doesn't definitely. become a Chalol. But a widow who marries a kain Galol, she, she, actually, yeah, she actually will um, become, become usher to a regular kain. Okay? Fine. Now, obviously, by the way, in that case, it has to be the kain who never divorced her. The kain Galol just died right. after marrying her. Otherwise, she would become. Okay? Fine. But says Gemara, listen by an ammana she herself becomes a chalala. But that can't become a source for a machzir grusha, say where nothing happens to her. In other words, there's a chumra of an ammana. So maybe that chumra knocks off the kavah. You See, she's even more chum. And furthermore, he ta'yeva ve'im Okay, what does it mean that she by an amana becomes a halala, she becomes a ta'eva, and the drasha is the aim baneha Okay, and her children do, do not take on the do do not become a ta'eva. Okay, now what does it mean ta'eva? So this pasuk, you have to learn the pasuk from. Uh, if you look on the side, we don't uh, don't see it on the, on this of but basically. The pasuk that tells us you're not allowed to take back your wife, who you divorced and then married somebody else, says she's usher to him, you're not allowed to take her back, ta'yeva. She, she becomes a ta'yeva. The drusha is, her children actually do not become a problem. So Gemara is asking on the whole premise, don't tell me that everybody agrees that a machzir grusha that there's going to be a problem with the yichus if the pasik itself is mashma there's not going to be What's the definition okay huh anything the Torah says is considered an abomination or it's 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 turned away it's rejected oh, so means abomination. yeah oh okay yeah never you go yeah a, a word that's used in the Torah usually applying to forbidden relationships okay says the Gemara, vaid and furthermore Tani, we learned in a braisa. Hamachsir grusha, so, Ha-mach a so. person who takes back his grusha when he's not allowed to. Vahanoise chalutza, so, somebody marries his chalutza, that he's not allowed to. Vahanoise kribe as chalutza, so. somebody marries his relative as chalutza, who is not allowed to. Ribiki vaymer, ain't live bakidushin, it doesn't even work. Vay, it's you come in again, therefore you don't need to get. the Sula, and she becomes puzzle. You hear this? Says Rashi, you know why she's puzzled? I. She's not divorced. She was never married. Says Rashi. I know, but now she's a zayinah because she willingly had a physical relationship with somebody who was she was forbidden to. The of uvlad the puzzle, and her kid is going to be Puzzle. A puzzle Rashi tells us means as far as a she becomes Basa, uvladab sula Rashi tells even to the extent of mamzerus The and I say and we say you can't stay with her the there is kedushin even though it's in avera but the kedushin did work and therefore she needs to get she's not called a Zain anymore if there was a valid marriage. She so she had a it's a forbidden marriage, but she doesn't have the status of a zaina. but v'lot a kosher leman. Who's that following? What, what, what does it mean that the the child is a kosher lav kahuna Doesn't it mean she's still kosher that the child is still kosher for kahuna? Says the Gemara gavaldik a kosher challenge. You know what it says? You see that a maxir that child is still kosher. That's you see from this brisa. Yeah? The kid's still okay. So what do you tell me? Kavakhimer. Everybody agrees, oh Kabakhimer, this kid is possible to Kahuna. It's not true. Brisal says explicitly not like that. Says the Gemara. No. You know we mean that it's kosher. It doesn't mean kosher for Kahuna. You know what it means? at how. It means to marry a regular Israel and the Mela you could still use the Kaaba Chaimer to say that forbidden to a Kayan. Ask the Gemara one second. When we say she's kosher, what does it mean? Who's she kosher to? Ilim. If you're going to say lekahal, she's kosher every other Yisrael pshita. Of course, she's of course she's kosher to a regular Yisrael. We all know that says the Gemara. No, Yeah, because she. Now is a zaina. She had zanos illegally. If <clears throat> we're going to say that she becomes puzzled to a regular yid. That's not true. And the of must be she's 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 um, kosher still to a kayin. And if taka we're dealing with kayin, it must be we're dealing with her children not only being kosher to kahal, it must be they're even kosher to kahuna. Now, if that's the case, let's go back to the big picture that's happening here. You see. That not every, that the Kawakhimer is incorrect. The Kawakhimer to say that everybody would agree it's a problem and this kid can't marry a kohen. It's not true. This Bryce is now again stating explicitly the kid is Kusher to Kahuna. Says the Gemara, no. Me the area from there, is that what you're speaking about? Ha kid the ha kid Yeah. Maybe taka. You know what it means by kasher by the woman? Kasher to Kahuna. And you know what it means by kasher of the child? Kosher to Yisra. Maybe kosher by her doesn't mean the same kosher as uh, as the child. it. Fine. When you say you're strong, Now what about the Also, that's fine. As long as they're not part of kahuna, it would, it would, it would be mutter to kahuna. Yeah. Good you hora. See, you see from here, I, just, I, just wanna, I don't want to shift too far tangent, but when I was learning through this Gemara, I think there's... You, you mama see when you get into the nitty gritty, the, the nuance, the lumbus of the way things work. The like Gemara right here is saying, you know what? Kusher for you is not kusher for me. Kasher, just because that's kosher by the mother, that means the same exact word, kosher has to apply in the same exact often, in the same exact way to the child. No, somebody comes to ask a Shiloh to a Rav. You go to a Rav, you ask a question. You're gonna get, depending who's asking questions, the answer you're going to get. For one person it's right, it's appropriate. For somebody else it's not appropriate. I. what about that person? <laughs> okay, no. You have to know what's what. You have to know who's who, what's what, what you know, what people can, uh, can take on. And, you know, the, the, the word kasher is, is different for different people. It says, and it's also logical to say that the word kasher can mean one thing by her. By her it means kasher to kahuna. And by the child, it means kosher to Israel. How so? The Tzoni race we said in the race, hep uvlada posul. She's posul, and the kid's posul. Now hep man, who's she posul to? you Makah. You gonna say she's posul to regular yid? Bishum the Zayne the Kahal because just because she's a Zayne, not not a Zaina, but because she had forbidden relationship. Now she can't marry any regular yid. No, I love It's for sure. To Kahuna uvlada posul man. and this that her child's posul. Who's the child posul to? Ili Makahuna, Halekahal kosher. You gonna tell me that he's posul to Kahuna, but. But the kahal is kosher, kasher, Hammer Kiva Vlad Mamzer. Rakeba said the kids are Mamzer, and the halacha of a Mamzer is can't even marry a Kahal, a regular yid. Al Kahal. It must be the kids puzzle to the kahal. Umi the Resha, Hakadiz is the same way in the resha of Abraisa. The word puzzle by her means one thing. And the word puzzle by a child means something else. Seifa in the seifa as well. When it comes to kosher, Nami as well. Hakadisa, the ha kide isa, givaldik. Okay? Beautiful. Amazing. Says the Gemara. The he nami he taiva the taiva Let's read that expression uh, piece by piece. It says The Gemara. nami. And this that we said that she is a tai Nami is also not going to be a question, he taeva, because what it means is she is a taeva. She's been involved in an abomination, kind of pushed aside. There's a soul the ain't tsarasa taeva, but there's no tsara. There's no taeva to her tsara to her co-wife. Okay, Avobaneho taevim, but the children are considered toyavim. Okay. What does this mean? See, here's what happens. Ready? You have a a brother who was machzer So, One guy, you have a brother. He's a, a man. He's machzer grushoso. Is he allowed to do that? No. Fine. But he did it. Then he marries a second woman. Not a returning divorcee. One's allowed. One's not allowed. This guy dies childless. This guy dies childless. Okay? Shimon, the brother, we'll call him, now has a mitzvah of Ibam. Is he allowed to take the tzara of this woman who his brother was married to as a machsir grushasai? Okay? Says the Gemara, ain't tzara ta'yeva. Her co-wife is not a ta'yeva, avobaneha Tayavim. But her children, are the children of the Machsir Grusha, okay? If she, that would be it. Ella, says the Gemara, one second. Ella, but Almana Kasha, but what about the question of the Almana Tekan Gadol, malamanshkin What about that problem? Yeah, we said Almana herself, Shitaka has a Khumra. What's her Khumra? I'm sorry. We, yeah, we said that there was a Khumra that that child becomes a Psal. Aye, says the Gemara of Shkoyach. But she herself becomes puzzles So that should knock off the whole Kalva Chaimer. So the Gemara says, you're right. Rather, this is how we should, um, um, rather we should ask in, in the following way. everybody agrees, Al Khaive that if somebody has a relationship with Chayi V'Krisis, Shehavla, not that the vlad mamzer, but the vlad is pogum. Now my What does it mean? Everybody agrees that there's an issue with the child. Who is the hakol ma'idim who agrees to this halacha? Rabbi Yeshua. It's, uh, Rabbi Yeshua is going to agree. Even though Rabbi Yeshua says later on that a mamzer mechavi Rabbi Yeshua had the most lenient opinion, and he said that even if you transgress with the chil kares. On a woman, that child is not going to be a mamzer. Nihid the mamzer Granted, the child is not going to be considered a mamzer through the kares pogum miyahave. But the child would still be considered pogum. There's an issue, and that pagam, that issue with the yichus is going. To be learnt out from a Kaaba from a Mona. What's the Kaaba Chimer? Umma, Mona Lakaeng Adal just, like by the way, Lakaeng Adal Sheini It's a unique transgression. It's not a transgression that's equal to everybody. But not Still, we say the child, that relationship is Poggum for Kahuna and to marry Kahuna Zushi Surah Shavabakol. So, this, uh, this woman who's Asr Bechid Karesh, whatever the Isser is, applies to every year. Uh, how much more so should we say this child? It has a pagam, has an issue with their yichus If you're going to tell me, there's a chumrah there, so you shouldn't compare it to any other case. No. Since the man by the Chi of Kares became, uh, turned to enter a zaina, so she herself also became a issue for any kohen, And now that she also is becoming an issue for any kohen, guess what? The almana is not one upping her as far as is concern because that Khumra applies across the board. Hence, we would be able to stick with the uh, stick with the Kawakai. everybody agrees if you have an if you have a, have a or a, a regular non-Jew who has relations with a Jewish woman, Shahavlad Mamzer. You A woman intermarries, a woman goes out and has a physical relationship with a non-Jew, or an Eved, that child will be a Mamzer. Everybody agrees. Says, really? Who, who, who's that? Shemina Timoni. It's referring, Shemina Timoni. Apa gav domer Shemina Timoni. in Mamzer becha'vi Even though in general, Shemina Timoni holds that just because there's a negative transgression, the Torah does not make the child into a Mamzer. Honey, that's only true. Mecha'vi laven the tovsi Buhu kedushin. That's only talking about, there's the, the, not all negative transgressions are created equal. If it's a negative transgression where kedushin takes hold, then the kid will not be a mamser. But uh, over here, in a case where you have a Eved, or an Eved If you have a non-Jewish man who stands under the chuppah with a Jewish woman and puts a ring on her finger, guess what? They're not married. Okay, Chavi Krisis dummy it's considered like Chavi Krisis, and Shimon Atimani will agree that the child is going to have the status of a Mamzer. And we'll hold it here. And Bezem, tomorrow we will question this and go through the Sugya about um, intermarriage and uh, continue on this theme. Bezem, have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Agitin Mayid, tomorrow, reminder, Erv Yomtev, we are going to have Daf at. Let's call it 10.30 a.m. This way uh, any minion somebody davens with will all be done. So we'll do a uh, best in the morning. 10.30 a.m. on our Yom Tiv. Have a Have a in Mayat everybody.